Welcome to the At The Moment podcast, where we talk about what's going on at this moment within the Black community here at OU. What's up, y'all? I'm Joy. I'm Ray. I'm Adam. With BAR coming up this weekend, we decided to discuss the importance of networking. For those who don't know, BAR is the Black Alumni Reunion, one of the biggest alumni events here at OU. This is a special weekend for the black community that takes place every three years. BAR is an amazing opportunity for students to get connected with former black students on Ohio University's campus. Networking is about building and nurturing healthy long-term relationships that are mutually beneficial. Although sometimes intimidating, it is important especially for the black community during this time to connect with others who could be a possible connection in industries later in life. All right, so how do y'all feel about like networking? Um, I think for me, um, I feel like even like with this podcast and everything, this wouldn't be possible without me like having a network. Like I've been a part of things and like talking to people that I would have never talked to if I didn't have the network that I have now. Yeah, I think I think for me, it's it's kind of it's kind of like I like networking it's um I have like my pros and cons, but I think I have more pros than cons. I think I have a couple of cons only because like I come out of like being like a major introvert. So like talking to people is kind of hard for me to do, but I think the more that like the more that I do it on a daily basis, it gets more easier and it's I mean it's it's a good thing. I I like networking a lot now. Um, just to build a little bit off of that, I think I have some introvertedness, so it is hard, but also I've been, like, trained to just kind of know, like, to kind of have the initiative to network, so I think it's definitely important to start to build your network, and not only for, you know, future when you're in the field, but also people who can help you while you're still here at OU. Right, right. Um... So when it comes to, like, networking in college or maybe, like, you had, like, networking opportunities, like, in high school and stuff like that, um, one of the things that I think people uh, end up doing while they're networking is ended up finding, like, a mentor within their field or anything like that. So have y'all found a mentor um, that does what you want to do or maybe has been helping you um, through that? And, like, how does that look? Yeah, so um, before I left before I left home for school, um, I was working at my church for like live, um, like mixing and mastering. And so that's when I first got my like hands and my first touch on like, you know, the, the, uh, mixing board and all that. And that's where I got interested in like, you know, kind of producing music a little bit. But, um, the guy who kind of invited me to do it, he's my mentor now. And, you know, he was just like very like open arms, like, he was just like a male figure that I think I needed in my life to kind of help me and like push me through life. Like if I ever, like if I call him right now, you know, like we have like a little conversation and like, it's always just good vibes from him. And it's, it's never like, he always kind of just, when I, when I talk to him, which I mean, I, I think this is what a mentor is. It's just like, he just gives me advice. He doesn't tell me, like, specifically, oh, you need to do this, 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 and this. But he gives me multiple options, and I have to go from there and choose, you know, what's the best decision. And, I mean, we all don't make good decisions, but it's better to learn from, like, 
you know, the decisions that you're making and not kind of, like, sit down and, like, be upset about it? Um, I wouldn't say I have any mentors that I keep up with on a daily, but I think my journalism teacher in high school is definitely somebody who, at the time, really pushed me to kind of major in it because I kind of had some, like, fears with it. Um, and didn't really know how I felt about like really putting my stuff out there. So I would definitely have to say him. And he's also connected me with other people who he knows like do journalism professionally because he is just a teacher. So other students that he's had and he's connected me to them. So to give me kind of a framework. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't necessarily have a mentor like in my field. So whether that be journalism or sports management, because um, I feel like that's like real specific. Like, what I want to do is, like, really specific. Um, And so I haven't found anybody, like, necessarily within that. But I do have mentors when it comes to, like, um, like helping me through things and, like, just, like, guiding me, like, on the right track just in, like, general. So I think having, like, those type of mentors also, like, they don't necessarily have to be within, like, your major and stuff like that. But they can just be people that... Like, you talk to, like, hey, I need advice on this or something like that. Um, So I have, like, a couple of those. Also, um, within journalism, I feel like some of the upperclassmen that were here last year kind of became my mentors, Mm -hmm. Um, especially Nia, who last year was the president um, of BSCC. She kind of, like, took me under her wings. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of the connections in the network that I do have within the Scripps College of Communication, I definitely would not have without her. Mm. Um, because she, like as a freshman, literally she showed me the ropes and she connected me to people that most people probably don't meet up until maybe like their junior, senior year. So I was definitely very grateful for um, her kind of taking me under her under her wing as like her mentee. So Yeah, that's really good too. Um, so when it comes to, um, networking outside of, uh, mentoring and stuff like that, um, networking can also be really important when it comes to getting into the industries that you want to be in. Um, cause some industries are just harder to break into than other industries. Um, especially, um, I know like journalism, if you want to go to like those bigger companies, so whether it's like New York Times, the Washington Post, um, if it's broadcasting, ESPN, CNN, stuff like that, um, those can be like really difficult places to kind of break into on your own. So having those connections can sometimes make it harder. Now, granted, like you, they can't just be like, yeah, you got the job or whatever, but it kind of makes it easier because you have some type of namesake. You have somebody that can sit down and like defend you and stuff like that. Um and so when it comes to, like, internship opportunities, um, I think that your network can be, like, really important. Um, so for y'all, have y'all had any internships? And if you haven't, how do you plan on, like, going about, like, finding your internships and maybe even, like, using your network to find those internships? Mm. Yeah, so I have had an internship, but it wasn't an internship that I, like, you know, towards my career that I want to do is uh so in Cleveland and it might be somewhere else too. There's this um there's this nonprofit organization called College Now, and so what they do is they help students and um they help students in high school um like basically they show them how to take like the SAT and the ACT. And um, so I was doing that. I started doing that as a freshman. 
And in my junior year of high school, I believe, I was a I was an intern. And so, like, you know, I kind of learned how to just, you know, it wasn't really teaching, but it was more so just, like, preparing for the lessons for the day. And it was every day, too. So, and I kind of got close to a couple people. But I think I think I rather, I enjoyed that internship, but I think I'd rather, like, have something where like it's towards my career I think I would enjoy it a lot more like and it's kind of hard to find like someone like an internship that pays you Mm -hmm. and then like you know like and and, like as far as me yeah I want to produce but like you either you either have to do something with live music and like mix and master or you just have to be like um a, a artist like you can't you can't do both like you can't sit up in a studio, and so like or not in Cleveland at least I don't, <laughs> or maybe the, I that's just like I haven't been looking for the right people but like it's kind of hard to find like you know like what I want to do like you know I kind of want to learn how to make my own music but also learn how to mix and master at the same time, and I pick up on stuff like that like pretty easily so I just wish like it was. I think I I think I can like try to figure out some, but I'm hoping like something will open up like mm-hmm. in that door where I can like kind of do something like that. Like I would enjoy it so much. But you brought up a good point also. Like when it comes to like internships and stuff like that, unpaid internships make no sense they really to me. Don't. Like I'm literally working for you. No, it's just free labor. no yeah. literally, because like at the end of the day, yes, it's gonna be an, a learning experience, and it's probably gonna be like one of like my first times like within that industry. But to not pay me for doing work is actually like ridiculous. Yeah, the only thing that I could really say is. Like, if it is somewhere that you would work for. So, I feel like I would work for ESPN for some Okay, now, yeah. But a lower tier company, because I was looking at the New York Post Mm -hmm. uh, last summer, and it was unpaid. And I remember just thinking about it, because I would have to go into the city every day, like, through the train, and, like, wouldn't be getting paid. But imagine living in New York and not getting paid. For a summer, and you're not making any money. Yeah. Yeah, no, it would have to be well because we were talking about this actually in like my journalism 2311 um class and we were talking about um how like you know when it comes to pay, uh, internships get paid for them but if it's like a place where you're like like that's where you want to be at that's where you want you yeah you then sacrifice. then i would sacrifice but mm-hmm. living in new york also no multiple <laughs> unpaid summers though no <laughs> you never one time yeah, we no, can't go to, like junior year and then and year, like, yeah no I'm not going back to back that's yeah. actually crazy because I still gotta live somewhere after I graduate literally basically producing like the same as everybody else like, you're just, yeah like, and, like, giving stories it's just a title and it's literally just the title and the pay grade which is none and I think like I think like as far as like our parents go I feel like well, at least my mom she would have took that internship unpaid and it's just like nah see like. I know, like, this is what I want to do. Like, you know, I'm trying to get paid and then maybe put that money towards something bigger. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I would not, I need I need the money. Like, it's just, I'm not living in, you know, somewhere stable where, like, you know, I can just not be paid for a whole summer. Yeah. yeah. And then, but I'm also just thinking about the fact that, like, if I have an unpaid internship, 
Yo, I have no money. In you have, I have For nothing real. to fall you to. Have to get a job. No, literally, like I'm gonna have to get a secondary job on mm-hmm. top of that internship, and there's no telling what your hours are gonna be in that internship. That's like you saying. might be working literally until like ten. To <laughs> 10 yeah, it, you never so know. Like so, you might end up like having to get like a overnight job or something just so mm-hmm. you can live in the city that you're having an internship in. And then pay might not even be that much. Like you barely surviving. <laughs> So, like, what's the point? (laughs) Your secondary job probably not even paying you that much anyway because you got limited hours. Like, you you can't be a full-time. Yeah, like, you can't be a full-time employee. That's crazy. I would, mm, it would take, there's two companies that I can think of, like, right at the top of my head. Like, if they gave me an internship and they were like, it's unpaid, I would go for it. But other than those two, absolutely not. What is it? ESPN and the SEC Network. Okay. No, yeah. I think anything sports related, any major one, I think I would go. Yeah, with. like TNT. But maybe if like the housing, just some of the situations need to be figured out. Though. Like, <laughs> like you got it. Like, like you, you got to like just be making move out here and not pay me nothing. And, like, and those are big companies too. Exactly. So they have the money. Yeah. And like if you have a problem with it, they'll definitely just find somebody else. So Ex- it's not really. Yeah. Because a lot of folks want to work at ESPN, exactly, TNT, like. like but like at the same time, like can you at least like provide me somewhere to stay? That's what I'm saying, like, like no money, like some type of stipend, yeah. something like at the beginning, just so I can make sure that I'm like livable. Yeah, like food if you got, you can give me some right, food stamps. And you I'll got a cafeteria, okay. like give me, give me like at least like breakfast and dinner. Like I can't be just walking in there like, uh. <laughs> Like, no. Like, oh, my gosh, you're so tired. Yeah, because I left my job at 8 a.m. to come here at 10. Like That's crazy. But um, so back to the networking side of stuff because we got a little sidetracked. But I think that is really important. Like, know your worth. Like, yeah. when you're going into these internships, know that you are going to still be working. So depending on where it is, like we said, you know, like we all have, like, certain places where it's like if they gave us the opportunity to work unpaid, we would do it just mm-hmm. because – they're like major companies for a limited time. For a limited time. Yeah. I'm not doing it. No. Mm. Now, if they bringing you back, then I better be getting paid. Yeah, if you're bringing me if back, I can come back. That's weird. you have to pay. You have, you to, have to pay me. And I don't get the job is also because <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm already coming to you unpaid. Yeah, that's wild. No, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, know your worth when you're going into these jobs, um, into these internships because if you don't. They will play with you. They will play. I'm not the one to play with, though. I mean, that's right. Um, but I think, like, finding those internship, like, opportunities also go back um, to, like, having those connections. Because maybe there is a paid internship, like, in those companies that we just don't know about. Because it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, if you're not in the inner circle, then yeah, you, you just know. wouldn't know. I think, like, when it comes to networking, um one of the ways that I feel like you you will utilize your network the most is for post-grad um, job opportunities. Yeah. Um, so, like we said, having those connections, like, within the um, industries that you want to work in and stuff like that, um, it's, like, so important. So, like, what are some of the ways that y'all are working or have worked to build up your connections? Um, I know for me, um, I think one of the things is, like, just, like, have been word of mouth, honestly. 
Um, so, like, within, like, the Scripps College of Communications, like, my first year I had a class with uh, Dean Titsworth um, for Innovation Scholars, and that was, like, really cool, but that also provided me with just, like, a network, like, automatically off the top because a lot of people don't just get to have a class with their dean because most deans don't teach, honestly. So, like, that was, like, really, like, cool and also just, like, a great networking opportunity for me because um, he actually reached out to me um, not too long ago and like hey I thought about you for this um, would you be interested in it? and I was like yeah like 100 mm-hmm. percent um, so I think ha- like word of mouth has been really important for me so what have been other ways that y'all have like built up your network or are working to build up your network I think um, hmm. I think so okay so when I when I um, crossed Sigma I think it was a lot easier to reach out out of state, um, most importantly, to reach out of state to like different, different bros that I know. Like, and it it it, it it's not even like career wise. Like, it's just it's just like, yo, what's up? Like, how you doing? What's your name? When did you cross? Like, you know, where you go to school? What's your major? And then just like you know, just have a like a very wholesome conversation. It was it was easier to get like basically like more black men like just to kind of you know have a conversation like mm-hmm. everything don't gotta be like oh I I gotta do this professionally and just like you it's just it's just having a conversation for real and I think I think it's been easier since I got to college to kind of like open up and talk to more people I and I believe. I think the reason why is because we have such like a small community of um, black people on campus. Mm-hmm. It's it's easier to try to you know to walk up to somebody and be like, hey, like, what's your name? What's your major? How you doing? Like, you know, what's what's your week been like? So, you know, I I think yeah yeah I think having a small community like of black people on campus has been one of my top things, and then like. Um, joining joining Sigma is is another. Um, I would just say, going off of the black community thing, I think it's twofold because, uh, people who are black in your field will always be very excited to talk to you about what they're doing and always excited to help you out. Like I've seen that, I've seen that for the most part with journalism. There aren't too many people, at least as there aren't too many black men, especially in journalism. That's so. true. Um, anytime I can speak to another black man or just any black person in general, they're always uh, helpful. And I know we had that class with Dr. D and just things like that. She's helped me. Um, you know what's so like crazy to me though is the fact that the two classes that we've had for journalism. Well, we've had three now, I guess. So, but two out of three of those have been yeah. with black professors, exactly. and mm-hmm. that's like rare. I didn't. I think I only had one black teacher all four years of high school. I'm sorry. Okay, well, I went to, so I went to, like, a predominantly black high school, so. Yeah, I went to a Catholic school, so Oh, okay, well, yeah, so that makes sense. No black <laughs> teachers, nothing. So it's good to have that. And then on the other end, I think that just because we are black in a predominantly white space, um, you stand out more. So when you do good things, they stand out more. And when you take the initiative to try and network with people, they really do help you out. Um, you stand out more, they help you remember you, unfortunate as it is, but it's something that you do kind of have to learn to take advantage of. Yeah, and I think, like you said, that's, like, kind of, like, twofold, like, you know, 
there's like pros and cons to like standing out mm-hmm. yeah. as a, as a black student, but it definitely has its benefits. Um, so use your blackness. Yeah, yeah. for I de- its power. <laughs> I definitely agree with that because literally, um, last week my professor, Dr. Young, he teaches uh, Intro to World Music. He was he had came up to me and uh, my friend, and he was he was talking to us, and he was like. Um, get all of the black people together and we can go out for dinner. Like and I was I was standing there listening to him talk and I was just like, wow, like that's that's crazy. Like he was like, it's so many like of your white counterparts in class and we have a big class too. So it's it was just like it's so many of them, like it's just hard for everybody to kind of get together that look the same, that's not white. So I kinda I was Honestly, it made me kind of happy. Um, it didn't make me feel like any type of way, like in a bad way, because it's just like, man, my black professor just told us that, you know, we can go out to dinner with him, like, and just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just all stems back to just having that conversation. Yeah. I think when people, like, acknowledge that, too, like, I'm doing this because I know that you're a student of color and I'm a person of color, like, I think it goes a long way. I think a lot of times, like, black people just help other black people when it goes unsaid, but I think when people make a point of it, it makes it special, I guess. Mm -hmm. It does. I think also it kind of, like, shows that, like, you're seen outside of just, like, like a spot in the classroom, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, and it's like, it doesn't seem like they're like weaponizing you. Because right. I think that can sometimes like depending on like the professor and also if they're like a professor of color um, or if they're not, it can kind of, depending on like yeah. the situation, yeah. it can, sometimes it can seem like, mm, like, <laughs> I don't know if you're doing this for the right reasons. Like, are you just doing this to like check off your diversity yeah. um, mm-hmm. checklist for the month or yeah. if like. You're doing this to, like, genuinely because you recognize that I'm a black student within a space, a white space, you know. So I think it is, like, very important when our professors of color do acknowledge us and acknowledge the struggle that we have Mm -hmm. as black students because they also see it on the faculty side as a minority um, professor. So I think that is, like, really important. Um, I know for me, another way that I just thought about was, um, like, organizations. Mm. I think organizations have played, like, a huge part into, like, networking. Um, So, like, the Black Student Communication Caucus, we don't really have, like, a big alumni reach. That's, like, something that, like, of course, like, we're working on um, at BAR, um, which is something, like, we talked about um, as an executive board, Mm -hmm. um, trying to make sure that we build up our alumni network because there are a lot of alumni that were in scripts that were a part of BSCC, and we just simply, like, we're just not in contact with them, not Mm -hmm. because, like, they hate the org or anything like that. It's just because, like, we haven't found the means to reach out to them. So if there's any alumni, like, listening to this episode right now, and, you know, you want to connect with BSCC, um, you know, you can... Email me, yeah. uh, Joyfoy. Yeah, <laughs> look me up in the directory, please. <laughs> so you know, just want to throw that out there. Um, but yeah, um, I because I met Nia from going to the Black Student Communication Caucus meeting. Mm. Um, but then on the other side of it, so like um, sports management, um, I'm not really like connected 
But I know, like, everyone that was in um, AMSP, which is the um, Association of Minority Sports Professionals, they always talk about how good of an advisor that they have because of the network that he has. So secondary, that automatically makes you have a good network if you're, like, a good person within that organization, you Mm -hmm. know, so... Um, Brandon Wright, first of all, shout him out. AMSP okay. advisor, yeah, get at him. He works in um, college business, but then also like outside of that. So, um, like talking about like alumni networks, um, Ebony Minds was founded by Robin and Jasmine, um, and they are so connected with us. Like they will sit down, like give us um, ideas when it comes to like meetings like if we're like in a stump like hey what should we do about this what should we do about that things like that like they are just like so involved within our organization that they like automatically are like willing to help us even like eboards after them after our founders they like check in on us like they are always like interactive with us like on social media and stuff like that so i think also having those like alumni networks within your organizations are like so important and also having um advisors that are like so connected shout out to mark turner we love you shout out <laughs> we love you make sure i pass journalism 2311 <laughs> 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 please <laughs> um so yeah um so we kind of talked about the ways that we're connected, like, within networking and stuff like that. Um, and I think one of the things that we didn't touch on actually is how having a network, I think this goes, like, within the university. Mm-hmm. So, like, having a network within the university, it allows people to advocate for you. Like, when you, not saying, like, you're in, like, a bad situation, maybe, like, there's, like, two people for a job or something like that then those people can advocate for you if, like, you have that network, you know? I was going to say, um, I want to give Julia a little shout-out because there was, like, a mix-up with my class situation and just one of those things that I had asked around about it. And people who I didn't really know that I was asking weren't really a lot of help. And then as I got cooler with Julia, like, over the summer through BSCC and stuff, I asked her when I came back. She went back and asked the teacher, and, like, we got it all figured out, and, like, now I was in the class. So just things like that can definitely help. You don't really want to be lost, and especially as a person (laughs) of color, because, unfortunately, like, there will be people who just won't help you as much just Mm -hmm. off of how you look and how you talk and things like that. So Mm -hmm. definitely make sure that you're making those connections for when you're still in school. Uh, It's definitely important. Yeah, and I think, like, even if it goes to, like, like, so, like, 2311, like, we can't really ask for, like, help on assignments because it's, like, Either you know yeah, it or you like, don't. <laughs> it's like there's like you guys for like clarification. Yeah, like, like clarification. Really like, but like when you're writing an article on an interview that you did, yeah, mm-hmm. like, it's like that's on you. Yeah. Like literally, it's either like you know how to either you know how to write the article or you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but like like other subjects like psychology 1010, like English 1510, stuff like you take that. All those classes with those same people. Yeah, and, and I think. Up. Also, like, networking doesn't have to be with, like, people older than you. Like, it can be people that are the same age as you. Like, learning communities, I feel like learning communities literally are, like, so important if you have a good learning community. Yeah. Because your learning community literally, you're with those people with at least three of your classes. 
And those are like your core classes most of the time. So those are like your English 1510. If you're a journalism student, those are your journalism. That's your journalism 1010 class. Like those type of things. So using the people in there as a network. So like if you miss a class and they can, oh, yeah, hey, here's the notes from the class. Or if y'all have like a group assignment or something like that. Hey, let's work on this together. So even like stuff like that. I wasn't then. In class with anybody from my learning community. Boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. I have my... Is that even possible? I think the School of Music does stuff so different than, like, the rest of, like, the colleges and stuff like that. Oh, I hate... I don't... Okay, I don't... I don't hate the School of Music, but, like, it's just so, Y'all are, like, like, in, like, a totally, like, different lane. And, like, don't even get me started on that. That's another podcast coming. (laughs) I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> but, um, well, so outside of the school of music, um, you know, like your learning communities, you have those classes, like those core classes with your classmates. So connecting with them, like introducing yourself, being interested in the topics that you're talking about in class or interacting with your learning community outside of just like your learning community seminar, I think that's like really important also because you never know when you're going to need like help with something like an assignment within your class or something like that. And they're doing the assignment also, so they can help you. But also knowing like upperclassmen, whether that's somebody that took the class a year before you, a semester before you, or even just like somebody that took it maybe three years before you, having those people like, oh, yeah, I do remember doing that. So this is how you do it. Or like helping you like, oh, well, you could do this better and you can do that better and stuff like that. So I think like that's like also like really important. Yeah, I just think going forward, just your classes and things of that nature. Um, and the learning community, I'm glad that you touched on that because I completely forgot about that. But I now realizing it, like, going forward with your journalism classes um, and things like that, it's just familiar faces mm-hmm. that you guys have taken multiple classes together. You guys have helped each other before. Um, another thing is, like, making those friendships for study guides. I'm not going to lie. Like, that is the most – when it starts being midterm and finals and, like, that's man. all you're doing man, all man, week. Man. You're going to want to, like, compare your stuff with other people's because you may be missing valuable information, and that could be the difference in a letter grade. So you just want to make sure that you know everybody. You don't really want to burn any bridges, and you just never know. And that also is... help people, too. You don't want to just be that person asking and not yeah. giving. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry that you didn't have a learning community. I mean, I did, but, like. Well, I'm sorry. Th- so y'all just had like the learning community class, and like that was y'all connection with them. Like y'all didn't go out and take the same classes. No. Yeah. That, yeah. See, that doesn't make sense because we did stuff for our class. Like we used to talk about. Our yeah, like we had like study tables and everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, what were y'all doing? We had study. <laughs> we y'all had just doing like the there were like midterm, like stuff. midterms, finals. We had study That's tables, so like we like we went over our study guides and everything together. Everybody, well, not everybody, but there were, like, some people, most of the people that were in my learning community were in, I think it was the College of Theater, I think that's. Theater. I think they're just fine arts, the College of Fine Arts. So, like, they were just theater majors. Mm. It was just a bunch of them, too. And I think there was, like, there were, there might have been, like, two people who, like, did, um, like, actual, like, art, like, where they drew. But, I mean, there were a couple, like, music music majors but like there was some like music education um music performance but i didn't have class with them so you didn't have like anybody from cdmi in your learning community no i I was the only person i am so sorry for you 
everybody in my learning community was a journalism major. Interesting. Everybody. Yeah, pretty much. And there were some people who switched, like, to, um, what, what's the other track called? Uh, Stratcom. Stratcom. Yeah, we were yeah. a mix. But, you know, our first year, everybody takes, well, our first and second year, because we have Stratcom in um, 23.11 also. I think everybody, like, takes, like, the same journalism, like, intro courses, I guess. But, um, so like we said, like, having people around you, it doesn't have to necessarily be people who are older than you or, like, in the professional field. They can also be people that you, like, you just know Mm -hmm. and that you just, like, have classes with or anything like that. People that can help you grow as a person and you can also vice versa do. And like Adam said, don't just be the person that just asks. Give also. Yeah. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... On the subject of bar weekend, <sighs> let's be honest, y'all. I think there's like a a misconception of exactly what bar is, and I think it's simply because like students just don't know. Mm. I think that's what it is, and we also weren't like formally informed mm-hmm. on like what was happening what's happening, anything like that. So, of course, like, people are just going to make assumptions. And I think the most, like, common assumption that's being made is the fact that Bar Weekend is just, like, a whole bunch of alumni coming down just to party. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, a whole bunch of black alumni coming down to party. And while there are a lot of outings, while there are a lot of things to do, um, like at the bars, whether that's like day parties, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's also another side to bar that like people are just like completely forgetting about. Um, and I think that's like that's the networking side of it is the fact that all these alumni are, are coming down. Yes, to have fun, but also they have events set up for us so that we can make connections. And now, granted, like a lot of us, I'm not going to say a lot of us because I I think for the most part, we knew, like, what was going on with bar, like, the schedule, all of that stuff. But I think um, a lot of students didn't know about, like, the specific events that were going on that were made for us to network. I think the reason why is because, like, we're included, like, we're the ones who are a part of these events. So back to, like, the whole networking thing. I feel like Friday is literally made for students to connect. Yes. Now, of course, like, granted, like, yes, like, some students have class and all of that stuff, and we understand, like, your studies come first. You know, you got to be a student. But, like, Friday, we have the student and alumni networking event that morning. Then after that, all of the colleges, so every college, whether that's College of Fine Arts, Scripps College of Communication, um, School of Music, College of Business, every Ray just gave the business school a thumbs down. No, whatever. No. School of music. I gave the school of music. Oh, a thumbs oh, down. oh, yeah. oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so all of the colleges are having some type of event for alumni and students to come to, and I encourage everyone to go to those. If you can go, go, because you never know who you're gonna meet. Mm-hmm. If they're in your college, then nine times out of ten, you're going to find someone that's working in the industry or the field that you want to work in. And 
that can be just the easy connection with you just having a five minute conversation literally and i think that's also like another thing that's like misconstrued about networking is the fact that i feel like some people think networking has to be like this like 30 minute to like an hour like like intense conversation with the person when like that is not the case at all i feel like most of the networking that I've been have just has just been for me just having like a five, 10 minute conversation with somebody. And we're literally like it, we might not even be talking about like the industries that we work in or something like yeah, that. It's not it professional. Just, yeah, it's they're like I don't think I would say like maybe like 60 percent of the conversations that I've had that have led me to having a better network have mm. been like not in a professional setting or like just like not in like like uh not professional at all yeah yeah i think um i think coming coming uh not coming this this weekend i don't think i'll i'll have like those those little talks where it's like hey what's your name oh my name's ray like uh, what year are you? What's your major? Da da da. This this that and the third. But it's never gonna be like I'm not gonna have like, and, and and honestly, it might have to come to that like where I have that like that thirty minute conversation. But I feel like my mindset is is where like my thirty minute conversation is gonna be like um my thirty minute conversation is gonna be like just uh like you know what i want to do like where i see myself and that's that network that i i want like you never know like talking about something that you want in the future it may open up something that you weren't prepared for mm-hmm. and i need that for real because <laughs> the school of music is not offering nothing i'm sorry y'all oh um we apologize to the school of music oh <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Only the, Dr. Parsons and we Dr. We apologize Scotto. to the School of Music um, for the bashing that has occurred today. We do not condone any and of Dr. it. And Dr. Young. And we apologize. Um, I don't. We are only affiliated with the Scripps College of Communication. <laughs> yeah, we can't speak on that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I can't speak on the School of Music. I don't have any interactions with them. So. But like I said, there's so much going on this weekend that is made for networking. So if you have the chance, if you get out of class early or if you get out of class before 12 o'clock, you can make a networking event. Even if you get out after 12, if you go show your face for maybe 15 minutes, you could probably find at least one person to network with. I mean, in theory, an old, okay, we're going to use this. Oh, Jesus. But an older <laughs> person who went to OU and sees you now as a black student there will, like, relate to you a lot more. Definitely. And will be eager to see, like, young black students who are eager to learn from somebody that's older than them. So definitely take those opportunities at these events. And then they're going to be like, oh, man, I remember when Scripps College, we did this, this, this. And then I remember when the College of Business, it was, like, it's just going to be like, you just gonna sit there and just think about like, man, what if I was there? Or that's what I think about it. Like, what if I was there like back then? Like, would I enjoy it now? Like, would I have enjoyed it back then? Or like, imagine if we do things now. It might. I mean, it might come to the fact where you think of ideas that they had back then that seemed mm-hmm. interesting to you, and you can bring back events. Now, some events should stay in the past. Correct. But. <laughs> It might. I mean, it's some pretty good events that I've been hearing for the for the past two days 
that I want to bring back, mm-hmm. honestly. So, I mean... No, hey. you're right. I think, um, like, even just, like, when you're talking about organizations and stuff like that, especially, like, with COVID, a lot of, like, the traditions and, mm-hmm. like, annual things that happened at OU kind of were, like, let go or, like, they just aren't on the scale that they were, like, maybe, like, five, six years ago. Mm. And so I think, like, talking to alumni, like, you can even, like, if it's just, like, them, like, suggesting, like, oh, so, like, this is how you can make this bigger. Yeah. Like, this is, like, a ease. Like, this is how we did it back then. So maybe y'all can try that. Or maybe it won't work. Maybe they, like, maybe we've moved on from it. Yeah. But just having those, like, type of conversations and being, like, genuinely interested, I think that is another thing. It's people don't realize it, but I feel like older alumni sometimes can read students better than they think. So like, if you go into a conversation and it's just like you just like trying to find a job and you're like not like genuinely interested, like just like in them as a person or them as an alum, Mm -hmm. then I feel like you kind of look greedy. Yeah. You know, you look you look a little dumb. Right. And, like, the purpose of these events are to (laughs) – the purpose of these events are to network. But I think also, like, there's, like, a way to go about it. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like going up to a person and being like, oh, so I heard you work at ESPN. Can you get me connected? Me? Personally, I'm going to say no if somebody ever came up to me like that when I work at ESPN. I'm going to just look at you and turn around, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be rude about it just because you came up to me rude. Yeah, like like, there's definitely a way that you talk to people when you are looking for network and looking for like things to do. Yeah. Cause you didn't even you didn't even say your name. I don't even know you. <laughs> right. Let alone I'm gonna try and help you out. I like, don't even know. Huh? Like I don't even know if you have the same mate. Like I'm saying. Like I don't even know your major. I don't know what you, you're graduating. You might not even be good at what you do. You just here. You just standing around. <laughs> you, you just <laughs> you just standing around here. You just want to be here. Right. But I think this not only goes okay. This applies to like freshmen heavy but it also doesn't just apply to freshmen sophomores juniors seniors already know so definitely like the sophomores and the juniors and i mean freshmen like emphasis on freshmen this is this is like for y'all to go and you know meet some meet some people that might have been in your college like experienced old OU like try to get like a different a different like perspective of you know what was going on so I'm gonna take advantage of it for real oh me too yeah right after class I'm gonna come back with 30 more LinkedIn uh connections you know LinkedIn okay no, you're, like, crazy. seriously lacking. I thought you were going to bring that up, but I will just plug that in. If you don't have LinkedIn, like, that is your friend. All like, right. I'm telling you, I've connected with so many people in the journalism field, like, 
primarily just because either I went to OU or because I'm black. Yes. And it's like those type of things, just those quick conversations that you can have just to get in somebody's, I guess, connections um, will go a long way. I'm connected with your dad on LinkedIn. I know. He connects with a lot of people, I, a lot of black people who are but, OU students. But also, he's connected with a lot of people on LinkedIn. So... The cool thing about LinkedIn is that you can also see secondary and then and third connections. connections. Yeah. So you can see, so like Adam, for example. Adam is probably connected with people that I'm not connected with. So if I go to Adam's per- profile, I can see who he's connected with and connect with them as well. Yeah. Or even like if you're just like searching. Um, so my um, sports uh, management professor she we had a linkedin assignment actually well i already turned it in but it's like due like sunday or something like that but i already turned it in um because i already had like my linkedin like set up and all this stuff so i didn't really have to do anything for the assignment but the one thing sorry Um, (laughs) bffr but so one of the things um the one thing that i did have to do for the assignment was connect with her Mm. on her linkedin y'all i went looking for my secondary connections after i'm matched with her I'm, well not matched well not a dating <laughs> after Master. I connected with her and I was just like dang she got a lot of connections like mm. I think her connections she has like her network is like 10,000 plus yeah. dang like it's deep and she knows a lot of people like I'm talking about like heads head of heads front office people in sports like legit like it's legit Mm. Yeah, definitely get on that LinkedIn. Because if you're really looking for stuff, like for the School of Music, you'll definitely find people on there. I'm going to download it. You'll definitely find people from OU. You'll find other black people from Cleveland and stuff like that. Yeah, and you have a headshot also. So, like, you're already basically set up. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that is right. Yeah. Yeah. Set it up real quick. Post, like, one thing. Yeah. I'll get get it before before tomorrow. I'll get it tonight. Yeah, you do that. 11.59 deadline. How about that? Wow. Yeah, and you better not. You know, don't you? I will. Me? I will check. Cause your first, <laughs> your first connection, no, that's crazy. your first connection should be the Black Student Communication Caucus page. What if? What if is? What if? Never mind. What? Nothing. What was the excuse nothing, gonna be? Nothing. Cause I think you're coming with an excuse. I wasn't. Mm. Excuses okay. are for the losers. Okay. Yeah. And Adam just sitting there. (laughs) You're not gonna help me out, man. Like like, I was trying to interject, and then she just cut, and then she just cut you off. Okay. I got you. It's cool. It's whatever. LinkedIn though, and there won't be any need to be a loser. There you go. You could connect with winners. Hello, LinkedIn need to hire you. Tell them that you need to be an investor. I need to hire me. My thing to Stratcom. (laughs) The advertising. I want. Please. Never you're leaving news and information. That's crazy. Please. Shout out to the Stratcom majors, though. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. Definitely shout out to news and information. Hello. Mm. Love it there. Mm. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. You'll see my... Big old forehead on TV. <laughs> 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 yeah, Big old You'll forehead. see me. Nah, that's crazy. On the SEC okay. network. Hello. Um. Okay. So, 
we've talked about like everything when it comes to networking. But when so when it comes to networking this weekend um, with our black alumni, what do you suggest for students that are trying to network and might not necessarily know how to network? Like what is like one piece of advice that you would give them? Simple. Um, name. Uh, tell them your name, your major, your year, yeah. and what you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and it, and honestly, me personally, that's what I do all the time. Like, I don't, I don't know like of anything else that like that people come to me for. Like, you know, ask other questions. You know, they may ask me about like. Oh, and where you live. I forgot about that one. Where you live, too. Because that, I mean, if you tell them where you live, they might live at the same place. And then they might know, you know. So, it, I mean, it's, it's maybe I'm just saying it like it's it's as easy. I'm saying it it's more simpler than, than actually doing it. But, I mean, it's, it's to me, it's pretty, pretty easy. You just name, major, where you live, uh, your year, and what you're interested in. I like it, I like it, I like it. Yeah, I wouldn't really add too much more. I think that's, like, the basic just say what you do. I mean, I know a lot of times, like, with journalism, people kind of assume, like, that's what you want to go into. But if you were, like, I'm in the school of music, you would kind of explain that. Mm-hmm. Um, and see how it would help. So I think that those are just the basics. Make sure they know your name, where you're from um, also. But, yeah. Well, that was beautiful. Um, I think also... Um, just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, don't try to put on a facade that you're just like this, like perfect prestige yeah. college student. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they're alumni. They went here. Yeah. They know the deal. And I think they're gonna they're gonna hold you to that. Like if you if you come <laughs> looking like you know like you know uh, high and mighty. When they apply you, I mean, when they apply you, when they, like, accept you for a job, they're going to expect that, like, actually. Because they come in here to kind of just, you know, chill out for real, like. Mm-hmm. So they're going to think that that is your chill. Right. And that's not your chill. Right, it's not. You, you Because my chill is sweat, sweatpants, sweatshirt, and some crops. I know that's right. But now, also, when you're going to these, like, professional networking events, don't come in your sweatshirt, your sweatpants, and your Crocs. Like, come presentable. Mm. You don't have to come full, like a full suit or whatever. But I think act I would. Like going yeah, act like you're going. Yeah, act like you're going somewhere. Business casual. Business. Yeah, yeah I was gonna business say business casual. casual. Like, not a whole three piece suit. Yeah. Please, God, no. It's too. It's getting a little chilly, but it's too hot for that. You'll catch me in a three piece. I'm not gonna lie. All right, I'm all right, playing. Mr. Three Piece. I'm just it's better to be overdressed than underdressed, though. That is true. That is true. That is true. But business casual. Um, also, want to plug the career closet. If you just like don't have any like professional wear or oh. business casual wear, the yeah, career closet. I was wondering if we. I bought like a bunch of stuff this summer though. But I was like, why do we not just have one of these at school? Because I know other places have. Like my uh, high school had a career closet. Like we could get like ties and all types of stuff. I was like, why do we not have that? Yeah, mm. we we have one. I'm just not. It's on campus. This is what I'm saying. Mm. We need these things to be like 
broadcasted more. Yeah, I so... I guarantee there are so many people. I know people, like, O was talking about he needed, like, a bunch of collared shirts and he had to order them, and I was like, there should be a career mm-hmm. They have a career closet, and if... If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that whatever you get out of the closet, you can keep. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like a rental process or anything yeah, like yeah. that. I, I'm pretty sure it's just donations. Yeah. Like, alumni and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm pretty sure it is. Um, But also, like, say, like, the career closet just doesn't have what you need. Also, there are a bunch, a bunch of thrift shops around Oh yeah. OU. Oh, yeah. And I will be the first one to say it. There is nothing wrong with secondhand clothing. I know as that's right. long as long as you wash it, yep. there is nothing wrong. Yep. Now there's certain clothing items that I do not recommend that you get from there. But when it comes to like professional wear, like if you need a button down shirt, like you can go. Yep. Instead of just not having one, just wear like if you have to wear your friends and ask, it's whatever. It's whatever, yeah. And at the end of the day, sure. you're also the only person that's gonna know. That's that you it's second, it's second, it's second hand. If it's from a friend, if it's somebody like just like let you borrow it, like a random person just let you borrow it, whatever it is, you're the only person that is gonna know that. So, yeah, act like it's yours. You like, just ignore that either. Like if you come in in casual, people will think like you just don't care, even though you your whole thing may be like you just didn't have access to it. But if you just come in and everybody else is dressed up and you're dressed in Mm -hmm. a hoodie and shorts or whatever like people are just going to take that as oh this person doesn't care which is what you don't want before they actually meet you yeah and then i think like that can even go back to just like having like a network here like just within the university because you have people that because nine times out of ten you have upperclassmen whether that's sophomore junior senior i guess junior senior only upperclassmen but people that have been here that have those things because we know the like random opportunities just pop up and we oh, need yeah. those kind of like professional clothing. Mm-hmm. So if you have somebody that you can just ask and Definitely you have that ask. network, yeah, ask because yeah. me personally, I don't want to go and spend no $50 on having to get like a new pair me neither. of whatever it is. I'm in college. Ex- Hello. <laughs> I'm in college. I can't do that. <laughs> I cannot do that. Yeah, but I'm I'm almost a hundred percent sure. I don't know if it's open. Is it open yet? I don't know. But don't know. just about that, you can definitely find some stuff. Like I remember my friends and I came up like on like some like designer suits that like some rich dude had just donated back to our high school, hmm. and like they were just in the bin or whatever, and like we took them out. And I remember I brought it home, and my dad was like looking <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> And he was like, you know how expensive this is? And I'm like, no, nah, I just picked it up today. So those type of things, like, people will literally just give their old professional stuff back. Mm. And it's for free. It's for students to use. If you need it, you should definitely use it. All right. So I just found the career closet. So I'm just going to give the description of the career closet and where it is. Um, so the career closet provides students with business professional and business casual clothes for interviews, career fairs, formal events, or any career-related function both on and off campus. Students can visit the Career Closet Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. No appointment necessary. And it is in McGuffey Hall, which is on College Green. Um, And then you can also contact them at 740-566-8888. Or you can email them at career at ohio.edu. And they also take donations of any lightly used professional clothes. Okay, okay. And those can be dropped off or mailed. I'm going to be there. Y'all going to see me there every day. For real. Mm-hmm. 
Hello. So that is a thing. And I love that. So, yeah, there's like a million ways that you can get um, clothing for professional events here, whether that's going to the career closet, borrowing it for somebody, or even just like going to a thrift shop and just washing it like before you need it. Mm. Literally, whatever you think of, you can get it. So uh, when it comes to network, um, I know we talked about like LinkedIn and stuff like that. But what are other ways that you also um, like stay connected with your network or like whether that's like a mentor, just like people in your network, people that, you know, like within your industry? How do you stay in that? Um, For me, so I use Instagram, but if I like to me, it's like sometimes when it like when it comes to my mentor, it's not as like personal so I, I mean, I just, I just go ahead and text them personally. Like if I have their number, if they don't respond in time, but then that means they're busy. But I mean, to have like a little personal, like kind of connection, I, I mean, I text, I just text. Yeah, Adam. Um, I think just updating people is most important because. Uh, well, at least in my case, mine was my high school teacher. Um, so somebody who was like invested for me um, for three years straight, I had a class with him um, and he saw kind of my growth. So I think just updating him, just how I'm doing academically, things I've been doing to kind of build my brand as a journalist, because um, like those people want to hear about that. I mean, they were invested in you before. And now that you're away, they kind of still want to hear about it. So I just say making sure that you're keeping up that communication. Um, like don't wait too long just update them as you go yeah um i think that was uh kind of my thing also just like check in with them um because mine uh like the main like mentor that i can think about um i also met him before i got to ou um and literally he's the reason i i even applied to ou so i think one of the things is always just making sure that I'm like, hey, I just had this happen. Hey, how are you doing? Um, and stuff like that, like just like checking in like at like random times. Like just so, you, you know, I'm alive and I'm also thinking about you. But also I think it kind of shows that like you're appreciative yeah. that they are like a part of your life and also like helped you get to where you got or also just like where you're going. Yeah, I mean, I think teachers help a lot of people and just other mentors help a lot of people that uh, don't necessarily give them that recognition. So mm -hmm. when you can, definitely you should. Right, right, right. It's gonna be one of my first paychecks that I write. <laughs> Sign it. Email too. Um, email like, I think a lot of older people check their emails. Yeah. I know I don't check my emails as much, but I know a lot of older people check their emails. I had to learn how to check my email, honestly. Me too. Me too. I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah. I try to check it every day, but I think also because I did, like, a lot of planning for, like, one of the events that's happening during BAR. It's, like, not directly associated with BAR, but, like, one of the events that is associated with BAR and just also, like, because I am a part of, like, a million different organizations. So I get, like, a ton of emails, like, every day regarding whatever to whoever so I just like had literally I think last year I was like really bad at it but this year I was like okay I have to check my email at least twice a day and I know I check it more yeah honestly it's hard because like when when I send an email 
if you're not responding within like the hour, bro. it really can get lost though. Like, no, I really want to like highlight this, especially if it's like not before lunch. Yeah. If it's after lunch and I send it, like let's say I send it at twelve, I haven't heard from you by two. You're probably not gonna. I'm not gonna see that till tomorrow. Yeah. Like. No, I agree with that though, cause especially like you just have some people that like they only check their email like at a certain time like every day so if you don't catch them before that time they're not going to respond to your email to like if it's just like by chance that it like pops up on their phone if they have it on their phone or the next day and sometimes i have to be like i literally have to like go back through the thread and be like what were we talking about because literally i do not remember it's actually crazy well, I think that is all that yeah, we have today. That's all we got. That's all we got today. Yeah. Well, we're not going to say that's all because... That's what we're going to give y'all. That's what we're going <laughs> to give. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But um, we hope that the information that we gave you today was very insightful. And we hope that everyone has a fun and safe Black Alumni Reunion Please Weekend. Yeah. Don't choose this weekend to show out and Please. get in trouble in front of all the black people and make everybody yeah. disappointed. Do not. I better not see you on bar, Barstool. Oh, if I see y'all on Barstool. I'm laughing in your face. Mm. I'm laughing in your face. Look bad. Please yeah. don't make us look bad. I'm yeah, laughing in your weekend, face. Like, let's keep it cordial. Right. <laughs> let's keep it cordial. Hello. No. How are you? No. Know your limits. Yes. Please. No. Be respectful. Have we do not condone any form of drinking. Yeah. Underage. Well, underage. Underage, of course. Under- of course, OU, you know, all the people coming back, y'all have fun, but if you're underage, we don't want to see you even near a bar. Um, Correct. I know that's right. And um, also, just make sure that you're aware of your surroundings. Yes. Um, don't go any places without anyone. Stay in a group. Yep. Um, but most importantly, please, please, please make sure you network. If you come into the weekend and end the weekend without networking with at least two people. Nah, you need to get <laughs> at least one person's real information. You had a real conversation. I need at least one. And then at least you were able to speak to two people so that if they came back within the next year and they saw you, they would recognize you. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that thumb. I like, what is it? Rule of thumb. There it goes. I like that rule mm-hmm. of thumb. I like that. So three, three people. Then you didn't do the weekend right. You didn't. That means that you were having too much fun. But you have fun. Wait three years. That's tough. If that, if they have it again. <laughs> but um, thank you so 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 much for listening. Tune in next week to see what's happening at this moment at OU. <laughs>